0: Hello and welcome to the MF Gamers Podcast. My name's Simon, and this is episode 4 of 20 Questions, where I bring in a surprise guest and ask them 20 gaming related questions. So, question 1 Who are you? Give us a bit of background on your usernames.
1: My name's Andy, also known as Big Cop Man. You and me met a long time ago, I think, going way back to the Games TM forums.
0: Yeah, we've known each other about 10 years.
1: Yes, Uh, I can't remember how I got onto Now Loading, but um, I think GamesTM crashed at some point. No one could get on the forums, or the whole website went down. Somehow I got a link to joining Now Loading, so I ended up joining that forum. Yeah. Again, playing with you one night, chatting away, and you said that you were part of another forum, and Now Loading seemed to be petering out a little bit. People were leaving, and uh, it's still going now, but there's only a few left. So, yeah, I came and joined uh, MFG, and uh, the rest is history.
0: So, obviously, it don't take a fucking brain scientist to figure out where the big man or the cop part of (laughs) your name comes from.
1: Yeah, I'm a big six-foot-two-inch... 20 stone motherfucker and uh, a big Liverpool fan as you know in my is I used to work abroad so I missed out on the uh, the online side of things for many years so then when I finally came shoreside got online it was kind of like okay pick a username and I couldn't think of what I wanted to use but the guys on the ship used to call me big man a lot so I thought I'll go for that and naturally that was taken and I didn't want some shitty row of numbers after my name so just thought I'd put something different in there and I think I had my Liverpool top on at the time or something Right, So obviously I sort of saw that. I was like, ah, I'll try something different and put Big Cop Man. And uh, naturally it has its own variations of that and uh, some naughty ones as well, as I'm sure you can imagine.
0: Uh, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> well, anything with Big and Man in it is going to have some fucking saucy shit in it at some point.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, question number two. What was the first game you fell in love with and give the reasons for the besotment?
1: Well, as you know, I'm a quite an old man, so my gaming goes way, way back to the uh, Atari 2600 days. And I've had everything in between pretty much. I don't know, I always seem to have this love for Final Fantasy 7 for some reason. I've played it probably on every format it's come out on. I even jailbroke my iPhone back in the day so I could play it on that.
0: Wow, that's dedication yeah
1: and you know I've started the game and uh, to my shame I have never finished it
0: what the fuck are you serious
1: Uh, yeah yeah I've uh, got various saves, <laughs> I could probably load up my PS1, which is the one that got me to the right near the end, but there's a, a story to go with that. Basically, our good friend Jay Dredd, he and I got that game around the same time, and I had a bash at it, he had a bash at it. He found out from a mate of his that the game was really deep, and uh, this was back in the days when the internet was in his infancy. He went on Games Facts.
0: Yeah. And it'd have, like, ASCII writing at the top, Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Because it didn't uh, have any more fonts to fucking do it <laughs> in. And they were
1: <laughs> creating the name of the game out of everything. And yeah, he uh, downloaded this whopping War and Peace version of the game, which told you every secret and how to do it and how to get it.
0: Did it on work's dime? It cost him, like, fucking five pence for per sheet or something. Just he just fucking printed a book out.
1: He printed it out
0: <laughs> <it>. Yeah, <laughs> of course he did. So,
1: yeah, he and a mate went through that really deep, trying to. He got the Knights of the Round Table and all this kind of thing. And uh, I didn't realize that was available. So, we met up one time when I was on leave on the ship. And I said, Oh, how are you getting on with Final Fantasy VII? He said, Yeah, really good. Where are you? And I said, oh, I'm at this point. And he goes, Oh, I'll show you where I'm at. And then he was, basically just did this battle where he started it and then put the controller down as Knights of the Round Table went on for about half an hour. Each character mimicked the Knights of the Round again. And I just sat there and watched this battle go on. And he never had to touch the joypad. And I was like how do you get that and it goes through the long story of breeding chocobos and doing this and doing that i was like yeah i've missed all this and i had no idea that final fantasy was that deep a game i mean Mm -hmm. it's a great game anyway i was enjoying it but i suddenly realized i I'd missed so much
0: it's kind of crazy that we've been this is the fourth episode of this i've ever done and i think this is the first time final fantasy VI's been brought up uh, they're I just th- not think, proper gamers i think it's the first <laughs> time yeah you need to get on finishing it though mm. there's actually the pc version and maybe the playstation 4 version you can just turn all the battling off and just play the story you don't need to do all the leveling and all that fucking bullshit yeah.
1: I started the PlayStation 4 version.
0: <laughs> yeah, are you are you gonna do it? Are we are we gonna, gonna fucking, are we gonna to really have to force you to fucking finish this game?
1: I think I should at some point before well yeah before 2020 <laughs> when I think the remake might be out or 2025
0: <laughs> when this finally goes live. I am fucking putting a thread up and we are gonna force you to fucking sit through this game <laughs> through to the very end. No worries. Question three: Name your favorite game from the age of under 10, and then one for each decade of your life. We're going back some to fucking under 10
1: (laughs) Tell me about it I prepared a little sheet of things that I could think of Because I thought, I can't even remember what came out in which decade So I've got systems that I had games for I don't know if that's any help But you can uh, correct me along the way Atari 2600 was probably Pitfall
0: So your favourite game from Must
1: be Yeah, Because that's all Uh, that
0: we're fucking about (laughs)
1: So you had, uh, well, apart from a deep underground cabin of ET cartridges. But yeah, you had Pitfall, Star Wars was pretty good. Um, a A few other games that are on the Atari 2600 but it was really basic graphics you had to really use your imagination to uh, play those games back in the day but as you're a kid you know we haven't got the advances in technology that we have now so you're kind of like wow oh my god this looks amazing <sighs> after that i probably upgraded to 64
0: a uh, Commodore 64 just to be clear
1: sorry yeah Commodore 64
0: yeah yeah I don't know if-
1: Close one between uh, Bubble Bobble and Wizble.
0: Oh um, man, Bubble Bobble's fucking amazing.
1: Bubble Bobble, the theme tune, the game. Uh, finish that, finally finish the game.
0: So hang on a minute, how old were you when you had your Commodore 64?
1: I'm thinking it could be in the same decade, but I'm just trying to remember. Um, I'm 44, so it's going back a bit.
0: Fucking hell, we'll be here all bastard night, fucking picking <laughs> games. I know.
1: But yes. Yeah, I'd probably say if there's any crossover in the decade, then yeah, it'd be a 64 and Bubble bubble.
0: Right, okay, so your favourite game of your 20s. This is going to be like PlayStation here. I'm guessing?
1: Super Nintendo PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation. Yeah, it comes back to uh, Final Fantasy VII, Metal Gear Solid 1. Pretty close between those two.
0: That was such a good time for games, wasn't it? They were huge developments. It's just the speed
1: of it. It's, mm. you know, like I say, from going from Atari 64, Amiga, the Super Nintendo, if you think only going back, what, 30, 40 decades, the speed that the games has developed, the graphics, the technology, everything. So at one point, you know, you had to use your imagination for everything, and now it's, it's all done for you. You just appreciate the graphics, the sound and how realistic it looks.
0: In 30 years' time, though, your kid's going to be looking at whatever she's going to play now, when and she comes to pick a pad up and then in 30 years time she's going oh yeah do you remember i don't know the last guardian <laughs> yeah, yeah it looks shit like do you remember when we used to have to use as imaginations to to play these games and she's playing genre you know, like wherever we've fucking gone that's what i mean people
1: won't understand that change and i don't know if my daughter will become a gamer but i've got emulators i've got the snes mini all my consoles i've kept since they've been around so if she's got any interest in it then yeah she can uh, you can play and see where it all came from if she's got any interest but it's gonna be hard to teach the new generation where it all come from because they'll be so used to what they've got now you know they won't see that gap mm. that, um, that change
0: okay so your game in your 30s what would you pick your favorite game from your 30s this is sort of semi-recent I mean you're only 44 so it's like last 10 years Mm. again we've had like major strides in in game design and tech
1: I'm trying to think if that's Xbox or PlayStation 3 it's
0: probably both it's more towards PlayStation 3 I think
1: well I'm going to give a shout out to Halo on the Xbox but PlayStation 3 has got to be oh my god
0: one game this is all you get in one game a decade don't come on here and start bending the rules people get one game a decade
1: okay one game so I'm going to give you Fallout 3 Borderlands 1 and 2 Battlefield Bad Company
0: Two. Fucking hell. <laughs> make your <laughs> bastard mind up. Is it Halo, Borderlands, or Battlefield, Bad Company 2? Or... Come on, Paul's pick are. one. they make a Stop. great game. Don't be fucking indecisive. Come on, pick one. All right, the most fun that I've probably had is Bad Company 2. Right, okay. Fucking hell. Were it really that hard? Yes. Bad Company 2. Yeah, what a fucking fantastic game. Online, especially.
1: I mean, Killzone 2 introduced me to online gaming pretty much. But yeah, that got dropped for Bad Company 2. Fr- again, another one of our friends, N. Flem, um, he bought the game. Um, he played the single player, which I never played. He said it was really good. But he said, oh, this game's got a multiplayer. I think it's cheap. Go and pick it up. So I picked it up. And that was it. It was just like, oh, this game is awesome. It was at a point where it worked. There was no problems. I think any issues that that game may have had when it was launched, when we joined it, it had obviously been passed. that, had been patched. Yeah, we just had a lot of fun. I got very fun memories of that game
0: yeah me too I think that's probably the multiplayer game that I've enjoyed most the multiplayer game that's your pvp
1: yeah it was fun it was you have your moments where you get owned you got snipers you've got great positions but yeah when you had a team that either working well total strangers friends or just the banter in that game because you could have fun while playing it you could be mm-hmm. semi-serious serious joking about it didn't really matter you could still get stuff done and it was back in the days when you just unlocked your classes i think you got extra weapons when you certain you did certain things in the game and that was it that's all you had to do
0: yeah, if you played as a class, you got like you could get perks and like weapon sights and stuff like that. But I think the fascinating thing about that game is, if you wanted a weapon sight, you had to forego a perk. That's So it right, was yes. worth learning to shoot iron sights. Even to this day, like sometimes I won't use a, a sight in multiplayer games because I know if I die, someone's gonna pick my gun up because the low on ammo and go, oh fuck, what's this? Oh, and they yeah, can't I use it.
1: Forgot? Yeah, you used to pick up the kits. Yeah, so at times i picked up the kit by accident it was very frustrating but funny as well
0: yeah to to learn to use a, a gun iron sights is like the first thing that i usually do in those games because other people can't do it first thing to do is to slap a sight on the gun because you're know, having that little red dot there it's a, a bit of a crutch for them your game of your 40s so you've only got like four years to pick film this one so it's gonna have to be semi-recent
1: quite an easy one for me probably destiny but disappointed now but yeah, at the time, my mates just playing and played and played and uh, had a lot of good times with that. And two. Destiny 1 and 2, both the same, but mm. uh, yeah, I've dropped off it now.
0: Yeah, I think most people have. Okay, question number four. Name a game that made you quit almost instantly. Was it just an instant knowingness that you weren't going to like the rest or did that particular game commit a faux pas?
1: I'll tell you what, it's quite a recent one as well, Is was uh, Elite Dangerous.
0: Oh really? Okay.
1: But I mean, you, you were kind of there with me and mm. uh, Jay from the beginning with that. But damn, that game had a difficulty curve I've never come across. Fucking it hell!
0: World. Yeah, we're ridiculous. Well, it's not a difficulty curve; it's just a fucking sheer cliff face.
1: <laughs> it's if you don't get past that, I wonder how many people gave up on that game because that was something else
0: just landing i mean it's such a mundane thing as well once you get into it i liken it to driving a car like it's mm. kind of scary when you start doing it but eventually you're going from a to b and it's like similarly when you're driving a car you just sort of turn off and it's like oh i'm at my destination
1: yeah it's totally totally i mean i remember uh, when i was still kind of getting to grips with it and you're like oh i'm just coming into where you are now and then you come in like a twat and, like, flip your thing upside down and then turn it last minute and park it perfectly and I'm still bashing into everything going, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, you get to grips with it in the end. I was kind of like, yeah, all right.
0: <laughs> it's learning where down is where there is no down. Yeah. I think it's the best way to explain it and, you know, like, where you're positioning and twisting and, you know, pitching your vehicle is, like, working Joey Striff thrusters and it's a complex game like there's no doubt about it i'm i don't begrudge though anyone fucking throwing towel in on that game because it's fucking got such a hard start it has got such a fucking difficult start
1: and the tutorial wasn't exactly the most helpful either you know no, you, get, you, you kind of get tired of games that you know how to play and it's like oh here's a tutorial before you can do anything else it's like yeah right, i know how to play these kind of games but yeah with elite it was just kind of like uh, here, fly to A to B. Huh, I could do that. Right now, you have to do this. It's like, uh, what? How? Who? What?
0: Yeah, the oh, just dogfight this guy, and then another guy comes in and just fucking spreads your ass apart and goes in dry. <laughs> he don't even ruffle your hair. He's just straight in, fucking Totally. Out. Yeah, what an excellent but, game.
1: When you but, persevere, though, and you get past that, yeah, the game opens up, and it's great. But again, when the, my life changed, my daughter came along, and I just didn't have the time for it. But it's a game I could definitely go back to if I, I could find a few spare hours here or there.
0: Yeah. Uh, question number five, this is your milestone question. Give credit to someone that recommended you a game that you went on to enjoy. I will have to go with
1: Borderlands 1. Chris Zephon Waring. Do you remember Zephon?
0: I do remember Zeph.
1: Yeah, um, I think he picked it up and uh, said, uh, really good looking shooter, might be up your street, it's co-op as well. And uh, yeah, I picked it up again. I've got it on sale, I think. And uh, yeah, great game, because you can just drop it in out of that co-op, bouncing back and forth, play on your own, strangers come and join you if you're that way inclined, or just have your mates. But for a game that didn't really have a lot of fanfare, I didn't really know much about it until uh, Chris
0: talked to me about it. Yeah, loved it, great game. And the second one, just as good. Question number six, can you suggest a fix for the game industry's current wars at the AAA level?
1: Easy. And you and me Go have had many discussions about this, <laughs> but they have got to stop this loot boxing micro It's just damaging the games beyond belief. It really has. I know when they've released a game, it's kind of a fixed price at times they may have a season pass which i hate just as much but kind of got to deal with that now but yeah this whole let's make some extra money or getting people to pay for to win it's just wrong it's just not what i grew up as a gamer experienced when i was a kid you know everything was unlockable you know you play street fighter and it's like every time you beat a character you get that character at the end of the game So then you can play as him and learn his moves. We talked about unlocking stuff in Battlefield. There's loads of games I can't think to mention where you unlock stuff and you can go back and play through as a different skin, or you know, you didn't have to pay for any of this. Yeah. Now games are being released and it's kind of like, here's your vanilla game. You have to buy a season pass if you want the rest of that game, and I'll, just to uh, make things even unfair, you've got to go and pay to win if you really want to unlock stuff or be better than everybody else because you've got the gear or you've got the extra buffs or whatever it is.
0: Yeah, I was actually talking about this uh, with—I don't—I can't remember where we're talking. It, it might have been on the MF Gamers podcast, but it was well, the Spider-Man. Do you remember the Spider-Man games? Yes. And if you finished once, you got a skin that you could play through and it'd have like, I think it had, it let you do extra stuff. Like you could do stronger moves or whatever. There was some bonus to it. And then if you played again, you got another suit. And if you finished like the new game plus, and I'm just like today, they'd just be like, oh, well, there's your pre-order bonus. You can buy other one for two quid. They're just making it so that they're taking content out of the games. They're asset stripping them to sell back. Yeah, totally. Instead of just incentives for playing the game through, which is what they should be, they're just, oh, these are the buyable extras now.
1: Yeah, totally. I mean, it's just kind of, I know it's going to be aimed at kids um, and very influential. I mean, you and me are an adult. We can either pay for this stuff if we really want to or don't. You know, I don't feel like I have to unless the game is forcing me to buy it. I mean, I remember, I'm sure you and me were actually playing Destiny. We were talking about transactions in that. We were having a whinge about... Battlefront 2 that was coming out and talk about Overwatch and we were just having this mm-hmm. little discussion about the pros and cons of what they were doing and I still to this day will stand by what I said about Overwatch it's like if you want to buy those skins you go ahead and buy them but in my opinion they're not game breaking is if people want to look differently in the game if nothing extra comes with those skins no buffs whatever then yeah let people have that option to buy if you can unlock it in the game as well that's cool don't have an issue with that that's people's own choice to buy that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but when you have Destiny that's trying to force you to go to the Eververse, you've got Battlefront that's trying to give you the star cards to get better at the game or more bust, whatever it is, and any other game that's tried it and failed. They have to look at the, the feedback from this and I know companies are entitled to make their money but this is the wrong way to do it and it's just put a little sour taste to gaming in the last year or so uh, when actually gaming's been great, Some fantastic games that I don't have the time to play. Yeah, this is really sour and I think the, the games are suffering in the sales as well because of it.
0: Well, they're still making fucking mega profits off these fucking things.
1: I'm sure they are. I mean, I can't believe Grand Theft Auto 5 still sells.
0: They're actually selling, they're fucking releasing a new version of Grand Theft Auto soon.
1: Another version of it.
0: So instead of you coming in now on Grand Theft Auto Online and going, Oh, well, I've got my shitty fucking free car and I'm living in a squat. They've made it so that you've got, you know, one of each property. Yeah. You've got like a fleet of cars and all sorts of other fucking stuff. It's just, yeah, they could have fucking cut that out just by pricing the stuff in the game at a reasonable price instead of fucking stuff in that game. Like there's cars in that game that cost more than the fucking game itself. (laughs) <laughs> know. Do you know when you're buying them for real money And it's just like Whose fucking idea was that That's just absolutely fucking mental
1: And there must be people buying it Because it's clearly working for oh, you Oh yeah
0: totally you know? And it makes me worried for fucking people That are looking forward to Red Dead Redemption 2 Because they fucking had one bite of pie For sure they're coming back for another bite Don't hold your hopes up for Red Dead Redemption Online Being any good because
1: Well it might be amazing but yeah You know, yeah, you know they're going down the online route they're Be, be, be prepared to
0: have your fucking dick squeezed when it comes to fucking, you know, actually buying stuff or, you know, spend your life fucking grinding in miserable public lobbies because fucking Grand Theft Auto Online's been a testing ground for all that shit and they know what they're doing now, you know, to get maximum profits out of the people that are playing. Question number seven. Are there any parts of gaming that you feel could do with focusing on to be made better?
1: I guess this whole, everything seems to be constantly online. I'm not quite sure why that has to be. Great example, playing Mass Effect and Dramader at the moment. Right. But the game seems to think that you need to be online to play that single player as well. Uh, it doesn't matter if you go offline but I don't understand why you need to be online if I'm playing it by myself. Yeah, just Carl's 3 did a similar thing. Yeah, it's weird. I just Everything seems to have to be online content, online connected. It's just, does everything really need to be like that? And I was just thinking about this actually the other day, that I imagined that if I was still working on cruise ships, how absolutely fact. I would be for playing games yeah. because I'd probably need updates. I would probably need connections You know, I wouldn't be able to play half the stuff that I might want to now because yeah. if I'm abroad, I haven't got the connection all the time.
0: If you're on console You're essentially fucked. <laughs> yeah totally. On PC you could probably get away with it There's a lot of stuff Joe that's just you basically download it and it's done. It's there. Yeah, but everything else Yeah, you, you need a connection. It's fucking ridiculous really because the console is the copy protection anyway That's the whole idea the consoles or the corporate section. the, the don't want people playing pirate versions.
1: Yeah, uh, I was a massive pirate in my early days, so I am a bit of a Sailing the parent.
0: seven seas and being a pirate? You <laughs> I don't really see the was. fucking irony in that. I oh, know, I
1: really was. <laughs> I had a, a chipped PlayStation, chipped PlayStation 2, a chipped Xbox. I used to buy, you know, um, the massive CD wallets that you used to be able to yeah, get? Yeah, like, you
0: used to get but, in your car. <laughs> yeah, <but laughs> like a million fucking mix CDs. A
1: hundred CDs. <laughs> I went walking around Indonesia. i just bought a chipped PS2 in Singapore. So we were in uh, Malaysia, like a couple of days later. And I was with my then-fiancé walking around. And uh, I said to uh, my wife at the time, and I said, oh, uh, I'm just going to pop in this shop and have a look. So it looks like they've got some games for sale. And I walked in there and they literally had eight of those massive-sized wallets up on their counter. And each wallet was titled a genre of games. So it'd be like racing. RPGs wow. fighting and so on and I was like okay they look a bit thick but yeah when I opened it it was like pirated games of every single game that you could think of that was in uh, English obviously American versions and Japanese and it was like every single wallet had all these different types of games and I was just like oh my god and I said excuse me how much are they and they go uh, like one US dollar each and my jaw literally hit the counter and I said to my wife um, I'm going to be back in a minute and I went and literally withdrew 100 pounds worth of local currency went back and <laughs> I I just literally bought as many games as I could. out Did he just words. give
0: you the folders? <laughs> yeah they might as
1: well fucking tech them. Yeah, they were just looking at me like, who's this guy? You know, he's just walking, buying all these games. And i tell you what, I got back to the ship, and every spare moment that I had, i just whack in a game and see if it loaded. And 95% of those games worked. Um, I may have spent £100, but I'm telling you, <laughs> I had thousands of pounds worth of game in there. And I've still got them. I still have those wallets here. Somewhere it's anywhere. funny
0: because only a couple of months ago, Jay were telling me about we you went round to his and you're just like, you play for five minutes, and you'd be like,
1: Next! <laughs>
0: just move on to the next one yeah
1: we tried to try as many of these games out because you, you know it's bad enough as it is now but if you think back in the day when people didn't have that much money we were at that age and it's like all these games are being released it's like you couldn't afford to buy them all you mm-hmm. just have to pick one or two games and go that's all I can afford to pay and play and uh, yeah, I had everything <laughs> I could literally walk into a game store back then and go uh, walk around everything on the shelf and go yeah got that got that got that got that got that got that got that, got that. yeah crazy
0: Okay, using that massive database of fucking pirate games that you had. Tell me about a game. Oh, this is question eight, by the way. Tell me about a game that only you seem to remember existing.
1: That only I remember existing? Yeah.
0: If anyone fucking goes, oh, yeah, I remember that, you lose points here. You've got to go really obscure. How about the Playboy game?
1: This is a little story that me and Jay have where uh, we had a, a late night session around his and uh, I brought these games back with me and he was trying them all out, I was trying them all, having a bash on each game and then uh, I was kind of losing uh, the will to stay awake anymore and I said that's it, I'm crashing out and uh, he literally just popped that game into uh, the PlayStation 2 I think it was, whacked it in the machine and then I went to bed and then when I woke up <laughs> next morning he was still there playing it and I was like what are you doing? Why have you not been to bed? And he's He's like, I can't stop playing it. And I was like, what is it? Playsboy game. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I okay, go, what do you have to do? And it's like, I have to take pictures for the magazine covers and I'm under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Just he basically like- dirty
0: Pokemon Snap.
1: <laughs> yeah, he had like four... <laughs> covers that he had to do and you, you have to entice if I remember you had to entice the model to come with you to go for the photo shoot because she'll be with her friends or she'll be swimming and you have to find right. a way to influence them to go with you and yeah, he was playing it all night when they woke up in the morning he was still sitting there playing he goes I don't know why I'm playing this game but
0: I can't stop I tell you what I've got a lot of ammunition to fucking hit him with when I see him next time
1: oh you do you do <laughs>
0: Okay, question number nine. Is there anything in games that makes you cringe or be disappointed in the inclusion of such things? (laughs) Quite an apt question following on from the Playboy game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Glitching, I guess. In this day and age, they're still getting the glitching. Frustrates me.
0: What do you mean by glitching? Like people cheating on online or just general...
1: yeah you could have um, Destiny when people are lag switching in oh, PvP
0: fucking hell
1: I ain't got time for that it's just either you win or you lose do you really need to do that kind of stuff that bugs the hell out of me but um, yeah just uh, I've never really had um, game save breaking I've never had a game save ruined by something going wrong in a game. But I've certainly been playing the game to a certain point, enjoying it, and then something goes wrong in the game, and it's like, okay, how far was I in that game? Did I save? Can't remember, and it's like, oh okay, I've got to redo something because the game glitched out. But um yeah, the lag switching glitches in games, it's still to this day, uh they still go on.
0: Did I ever tell you about the glitch that my friend had with the PlayStation 3 version of Skyrim?
1: <laughs> no. He
0: got so far into that game and discovered that he had a glitch that any time he got any deeper than knee-deep in water The game would just, like hard lock up and freeze <laughs> his console like Joe totally lock his console up like he'd have to turn it off at the um. Yeah, it's weird when that right? happens And um, yeah, so the like missions where it'd go, oh yeah, go see Dave over there. So you'd go see Dave, and then it'd be like, oh, go see Mike, and he'd just like, across a little bit of a beck, but he'd be like, oh fucking hell, I'm gonna have to find your, like, a bridge somewhere, so I can go talk to Dave. I can physically see him with my eyes. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Like, I could hit him with an arrow, but I can't actually... And he says, like, he gets to point where he, he, he'd know, you know, like, the thin bits in the water, and he'd Joe, you know, where he could jump over them, or, like, jump on the stepping stones and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... What a, what a fucker.
1: mean, I was playing, um, I think it was Battlefield 4, when it was at its uh, most glitchy before uh, they fixed it, and I swear I went into one level and ended up going under the level, and I could... Shoot people from underneath the ground and kill them, but they couldn't shoot me, and I could literally walk under all these areas. It was just, it was batshit crazy, and I was just like, although this is kind of fun for me for a short term, yeah, this kind of stuff. Really it feels
0: happen. really cheap, on not it, when you have something like that happens? Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I don't really, I, I don't really um, gain anything from this. I had a lot of problems with Battlefield 4, but with a single player, that like it just fucking do a blue screen and kick me out. Just randomly fucking blue screen, and it's like, oh, well, that's fucking good, isn't
1: it? Was that a uh, PS4?
0: Yeah. How weird.
1: I-, I never had any problems with that. Just the, the multiplayer, uh, really frustrated about. I guess, yeah, that's another grief, is just launch games, just launching in such a state. Battlefield 3 and 4 were probably the worst I've personally experienced.
0: Yeah. DICE are horrible for it. DICE have like renowned, like even going back as far as Battlefield 2.
1: Technically, they're masters at their craft in the sense of creating these amazing worlds that you can run around and play multiplayer in. I mean, you know, when it actually works, it's incredible that all that kind of stuff is going on. But yeah, when it doesn't, it's just awful.
0: It's fucking shit, in it, when it's not glued together, right?
1: I mean, when Battlefield 3 came out and you couldn't even talk to your mates in the party, and it was like a a strategic multiplayer game, the headsets weren't working, I mean, it's just like, how can you release a game like this?
0: I have a hate relationship, well, a hate-hate relationship with Battlefield 3, I thought it was terrible, and especially coming off the back of Bad Company 2. And remember, one night, me and Small of Booty decided to play it again. It was when, you know, you could rent your own servers. So Mm. We jump into a game and it's like, we're playing and it's like, oh, it's a fucking change sides again. So I capture a flag or we both capture a flag and then we d- end up on the other side and we capture the same flag that we just <laughs> fucking captured, you know, from the <laughs> other side. Yeah. And there were one point in the game where I was, like, I was saying to Small, oh, just watch my back. Look at this fucking idiot here. I'm going to stab him. I'm going to stab him. I'm getting, uh, he's, he's no idea I'm there. I'm going to stab him. And I fucking got up to him, stabbed him. And then when tags came up on the screen, it were like, you've just got Small about his tags. And I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, yeah, I think community and stuff, Joe, like, they give the people the things to make money with the old server thing and basically fuck the game up, I think. It all yeah. needs to be on an even keel. It needs to be hosted by them. Oh, yeah, just I mean... to stop. Fucking that Do you remember shenanigans.
1: Trying to even find a server to get on, and then if you get on a server, it's either an official one if you can find it in the list and everything's hunky dory, or you finally actually get another server but it's somebody's server they pay for, and then they kick you off because you're quite good at the game.
0: Or you get in a helicopter and it's like admins only. <laughs> yeah,
1: I <laughs> know, it's just, uh, no shotguns. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that annoyed me.
0: Question 10 Name your favourite poster on MF Gamers. This is your milestone question.
1: I'd probably go for. I would say Nag or Ill Dog. Um, I like Ill Dog's. Definitely got a dark sense of humour, but he again is very infrequent. Yeah. Probably have to go for Nag. It uh, just makes me chuckle.
0: When Ill Dog does post, though, it's fucking solid gold. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. I do chuckle when I see his post. I'm, I'm always excited to see it. Like, oh, what's he put this time? So, but I'd go for Nag. Nag makes me chuckle.
0: Definitely. No, I think that's second time Nag's been voted for.
1: Ah, uh, downvoting then.
0: It's, it's all right. When he um, when he posts in the thread after this goes up, you can... Fuck, oh, no, you can't, because the fucking endor turned it off. What a bastard. <laughs> fucking turned eggs off. Oh, why? I... Yeah, I ain't touching that one with a 10-foot barge pole.
1: Oh, uh, touchy subject, <laughs> is it? I'd downvote
0: him if I could. Yeah. Question 11. Name a game genre you wish there were more of, but aren't. Are my answers prepared? You're not asking me the question. Oh, no, I don't. It, it gets changed every single time. People expecting to get the same questions, they're not going to not gonna happen.
1: Yeah, it's a weird one, actually, because I would say, and I know this is a bit ironic, because I, a game's coming out in three days, but arcade races. just something's happened this generation. They don't seem that popular. I think, yeah, like, obviously, Drive Club went through some serious issues when that was launched. Not interested in...
0: You're talking about the game that's coming out, Burnout Paradise, Yeah, yeah. Master.
1: You know, it's it's kind of that was a classic game, and I'm really really surprised it's been remastered. I'm uh, very shocked to see that that's coming back out. Big fan of Burnout games, but yeah, just like a fun racer. Just there aren't that many, and it's strange that this generation uh, seems to be something that um, seems to be missed. I can't think of that many games that have come out. I might be mistaken, but I can't think of too many. Yeah. Wipeout was remastered recently again, not a new property.
0: The ones that you don't have access to this, but the Forza Horizon series.
1: Yeah, you know, um, I do actually have an Xbox One, and I've also got a Forza on it. But
0: right, I didn't know that. That's news to me.
1: Yeah, but I've only had the Xbox probably about eight months or so. But I mainly play Halo if I'm ever on it. But um, yeah, it's it's just for some reason this uh, generation has been missed out. I don't get it. One of my favourite games is actually Split Second. I'd love to have seen a sequel to that.
0: Yeah, that um on the Gamers of Gold, won it, recently?
1: Yeah, it's a cracking game. And I know it wasn't perfect, but when you actually first play that racing game and you've got those first set pieces going off, it's awesome in the middle of a race. Yeah. And obviously setting your mates up, smashing them into it as well. It was great fun.
0: Question number 12. What's your favourite quality of life design choice in current video gaming? Quality of life? Yeah, so stuff like auto-wim is a quality of life thing, you know, on um, on joypads. Okay. Stuff like or, or picking up ammo when you walk over it. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Joel that idea, that general. Joel, stuff that makes games easy to play without making oh, busy
1: work. Oh, tell me about that. Games that actually have a decent inventory system where you can actually see what you've got.
0: Oh, so once played Division. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is okay but you compare that to Destiny and oh my god I'm so even to this day even Destiny 2 you still can't organise your stuff in the vault to the most sensible way of carrying your Oh, how many smg's have we got can i look at all my rocket launchers? no you can't they're going to be divided into all sorts of other ways of keeping them in the inventory, but not the one simple way that you want to look at your gear it's mental i cannot believe they still haven't to this day done that so yeah just simple inventory systems because you know what when you're playing games where there's lots of loot you want to check your loot out you want to compare it that kind of stuff so just having simple compare options and sorting your inventory out is to me really important I don't want to spend 25 hours looking through my inventory like a smaller booty. I just want to get on look at my gear and crack on, you know?
0: Question 13. Uh, you're a big hip hop fan. Replace a game soundtrack to any game where you think that another artist's music would fit more. So which game is it going to be? Which game are you going to strip a soundtrack out of? And which artist are you going to replace, copy and paste their tracks into?
1: i tell you what works is... Uh... Funny enough, No Man's Sky. Great soundtrack, but I actually uh, changed that for a bit of chilled um, LTJ Bookham. Right. Quite atmospheric, works really well. Uh, So yeah, No Man's Sky. uh, Can work with a lot of stuff. Not hip-hop, I don't think it'll work. (laughs) But uh, LTJ Bookham, there's not a lot of bitches when you go on your own planet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Question 14, how have your gaming tastes changed over the years? Yeah, again, it's. I wouldn't say... Yeah, my gaming tastes
1: have changed, but it's normally due to um, what's happening in my life Yeah, when I used to, before I went away, I used to play pretty much everything I, I didn't have a specific taste Then when I went abroad, it would just tend to be what I would work on consoles, RPGs, sort of adventure, action games were pretty good And then when I came sure so once, I played Halo on my brother's Xbox uh, Just playing Halo for the first time blew me away, I thought what an amazing graphical, visual, sound experience that game was for a first-person shooter, um, and that got me well into that genre. So then uh, pretty much RPGs, first-person shooters, and then coming short side, I got online gaming. That became a massive side to my, my gaming tastes. Playing with you, jail my mates, uh, love it, love the panther. And now obviously having a, my daughter last year, she's one next month. It's kind of your life changes again. You You've come full time?
0: circle to being on the boat again. It's like, yeah, no online stuff or like that.
1: Yeah, it's just single player gaming, little drips and drabs of what I can get when I can. And I don't mind that, you know. it's I love my gaming, I've grown up with it. But um, yeah, my daughter's special to me. So um, I rather enjoy the time that I can with her. And if I get a bit of gaming time as well, that's all good. Good answer. They're all good.
0: Hey, they'll be the judge of that. <laughs> Okay, your milestone question, question 15. Give me your best impression of your favourite game character. So we've had Mario, we've had the Colonel from Metal Gear Solid, and we've had Banjo-Kazooie. What are you going to add to the roster?
1: I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite podcast on the internet. (laughs) That is one of my favourite gaming lines in a game that was kind of semi-serious. and uh, yeah. Until you, you walk...
0: ruin it by doing it in every fucking single shop.
1: <laughs> oh, how funny was that? That, to me, just tickled me. Every time I went into one of those shops. once you've been in every one, and getting him to announce that, just, I don't know, it tickled me. I thought it was a, a really cute little uh, bit of joke. Uh, humor humour and uh, great fun.
0: Question 16. Name a game that you'd like to be a film or TV series, and name a film or TV series that you'd like to be made into a game.
1: Oh, you're not going to like one of these. Go on game to TV series or movie and I do hear it's possibly in production would be The
0: Division oh fuck off
1: (laughs) I think as a premise I think as a, a plot which actually funny enough only do they touch the tip of the iceberg in the game they never really fully explain everything that's going on and I think when you pick up all those little phone uh, the phones, the little voice tapes, whatever it is. Yeah, kinda... the, the lore pickups and the yeah, uh, that, that I, I actually, when you first play that, I actually stopped and listened to it because I thought it built up the atmosphere in the game. Because I think, graphically, that game's awesome. It looks so Yeah, me too.
0: Uh, for all the shit that I give it, the atmosphere and the lore and stuff were well, pretty fucking deep in that game. There's actually uh, already um, a little mini. Uh, Have you seen it?
1: Yeah, and um, apparently there's a movie, um, or it was in production, with, uh, I don't know if you know your actors, but Jake Gillenhall.
0: Jake Gyllenhaal,
1: yeah. He's been kind of, or was rumoured to uh, be playing the lead in the Division movie if it ever goes ahead. But even as a TV series, I think it could work. Just build on the atmosphere, how it all started. Well, it's
0: just basically a fucking misery simulator, innit? it? It could be like... Um,
1: <laughs> the Walking Dead.
0: The Walking Dead, yeah, yeah. with just a different premise instead. Because, I mean, the, yeah, it is basically The Walking Dead. There's just no zombies there. Yeah, but I, I
1: definitely think you could build on that and make it as interesting as you want, but uh, that'd be down to the writers and actors, obviously. But uh could work.
0: Right, okay, so uh, that's the game to film and TV. What yep. about the TV and film to game?
1: As you may know, I'm a comic book fan, and um, I touched upon this once on Twitter as well, but I think... Uh, the X-Men is sorely missing on being a really proper good game. I don't you know if you ever played the action RPGs on, the, I think it was PlayStation 1, where, um, very similar to, uh, almost like Diablo, used to uh, Diablo. Diablo used to run around, uh, smash it up, pick your characters. It was vaguely interesting, but didn't really understand what the, the lore in the comic books was all about. But if you had a proper... RPG with characters from the X Men. You've got all the villains. You've got this massive vault of history in the comics. You could create an awesome or awesome series of RPGs. You can have characters that have combat moves that mimic what they have in the comics, like a fastball special with X Men and Colossus, uh, Wolverine and Colossus, if you know it. Um, so yeah, I just think it's just dying for a really good RPG because it doesn't need to be anything else. So yeah, I think uh, yeah, X Men make a really good one.
0: Yeah, I mean, the comic book stuff doesn't... Uh, I mean, it exists, but I don't think it's ever been really that good, has it? The beam fair to middling, I think, in yeah. quality. Yeah,
1: I totally like, agree.
0: The Deadpool game, uh, Regiment on the first one. What yeah. is the Deadpool game that he mentioned? It did. It might have been X-Men as well, like Joe the Wolverine one. Yeah. Uh, which I mean, were apparently quite good, but it won.
1: Yeah, they just it's just never seem to... They always seem to be going for the wrong direction, not actually going mm. to what would make it actually a fun interesting game and i think the rpg elements that you can take from any of your favorite rpgs yeah final fantasies um i don't know xenogies um just any any of them it would, it would work
0: yeah anything where you're making a party and, and going adventuring okay question 17 tell me the funniest or weirdest video game glitch you've ever seen happen in your own games so yeah you touched on this with um battlefield 4 earlier uh
1: yeah the uh game that um, I remember is The The Last of Us. It was uh, an amazing game but it had this weird glitch. I was uh, in a scene where I was taking the enemies out and uh, Ellie was running around with me and uh, I was crouching down, I think I had a bottle or brick or something that I was going to take one of the guys out and literally as Joel stood up to take the guy out, the, <laughs> the universe opened up underneath and I just <laughs> fell through
0: it. You just fucking got sucked into the abyss.
1: Yeah, it was so weird that he just kept falling and falling and falling and then at some point the game decided, oh, you're dead. I was just kind of like, well, how did that happen? Because I had not seen any <laughs> glitches throughout that entire game. And it took me so much by surprise that, yeah, Napcha did a quick record. and I think it's on my YouTube channel, if anyone wants to have a quick look.
0: For all I don't particularly like that game, it was kind of solid in that regard.
1: They pretty much are naughty dogs.
0: There's not many bugs or glitches or anything like that. So to find that in that game is kind of surprising.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's why it shot me because, you know, I've played all the Uncharted games, don't remember anything really glitching out apart from your own mistakes when you cock up. And yeah, The Last of Us, they've obviously done some serious quality testing on that. But uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> for some
0: reason it happened. Yeah, very stretchy. Question 18, name a night that you spent gaming with friends and why it has stuck with you over time. Yeah, I think again, it's got to be something
1: like Destiny again, Destiny 2 I go with this time. Just the raids, the banter in the raids. I know you've been part of one of them as well. And uh, (laughs) yeah, just trying to get your mates through the raid, whether it's you learning, whether somebody else is... Everyone's gradually getting more and more tired and drunk. But yeah, I mean, you, hours pass by and you, you're still trying it and it's like, one more go, you know? And somebody's like, oh, I've got to go. And then they're like, well, all right, I'll just stay for a bit longer. And yeah, the ban—the banter, nobody's safe. Everybody gets picked on, but it's never really malicious. If you've got a good bunch of people, you can just yeah, have a bit of a giggle at everyone's mistakes. And yeah, it's, it's fun. And I know the game's not perfect, but when you do get a team of six people together for a raid and you get the hours in, it's, it's worth it. It's great fun.
0: I think as well when everyone knows what they're doing and if something yeah. goes off like clockwork it's like oh.
1: there's definitely a sense of achievement when you
0: oh, do it it's so fucking nice when that happens
1: uh, until you don't get a drop
0: mm. I think as well like when you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's like you've been consumed by the darkness or whatever and it's like I didn't do anything wrong and you can go for hours without doing anything wrong and it's like oh my fucking I am getting punished because Joe someone can't fucking do their end of the the bargain and then when it finally goes through and you know the loot drops coming it's like oh oh yeah Bless. Bless this fucking house.
1: I mean, there can't be that many punishing pastimes and hobbies that people do, where you repetitively do the same thing yeah. over and over again. Well, it's again.
0: digital flagellation, isn't it? In <laughs> it's cases. a little
1: reward. You do wonder why certain games you play, and you think, why the hell am I doing this? But yeah. it's what we do.
0: Okay, question 19. Get your philosopher's hat on. Where do you think gaming will go over the next few years? And what will be your part in it?
1: I'd like to still be playing and for as long as I can.
0: Are you going to lose your arms? Or your eyes? <laughs> you're fucking... You're a bit down on this. <laughs> no... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just think for you know, I've obviously been doing it for 35 years or whatever it is now, uh, roughly playing games, and I still like to continue uh, for as long as I can. But I think your choice of console is going to kind of disappear. I think at some point it's either going to be a choice of unit that you can buy. I don't think it'd be related to the Microsoft or Sony. It would be I don't know some electronic maker. You may buy a unit, or it will just be direct through the internet, through to your TV, whatever it is. But it will be like a subscription service. Yeah. Four games only I think it, everything would be digital you won't have to worry about your console specs because everything will be the same it's just literally who you subscribe mm. to what yeah. games you want from them
0: that's what Microsoft's trying to do with the Game Pass isn't it just make yeah. game and netflix it's interesting
1: and it would be interesting to see how it works how many people sign up for it i don't think there's been that many statistics out about it yet but the internet's got to be solid enough to do it and it's all well and good saying well the internet's progressed it's like it's the lag it's if you're downloading the game if you're streaming it however it works um what's the lag input like how's it mm. affecting your single player game how does it work for multiplayer game i think that's what's essential and as broadband speeds become I'm sure even quicker it'll definitely be going down that route and I think it won't matter you won't have your fanboys so much anymore it'll just be kind of who you subscribe to do you subscribe to them all I think the big boys will probably still be there Microsoft, Sony I think Nintendo may fall off at some point I think the Switch is doing really well but after that unless they come up with another great idea I think they'll disappear again maybe just go through um...
0: maybe the next console's going to be made out of cardboard just cardboard <laughs> yeah
1: Clean film, bit of sticky yeah. that plastic. <laughs> it's-
0: make it on blue peter yeah
1: but i, I just think uh, they, they may just produce or sell um their games nintendo you know to sony or microsoft i think they'll just become like a third party publisher or something in the future i just don't know if they've got another console in them i think the switch was is amazing it's it's not my kind of thing but i think it's it's great it's certainly hit a market but i don't see much more after that i really don't
0: i think that's everyone's dream innit? it for nintendo to go third party because a lot of people mm. sort of like the idea of playing nintendo games but they don't like the idea of fucking buying a nintendo console
1: I don't need it I'd I'd love to play some of the games they have but yeah I don't need that console it's a shame but uh, yeah I think uh, that's the future at some point it's all digital streaming downloaded games whatever subscription services I definitely think that's the way it's going.
0: Would you be up for that though, given
1: your past? I think this latest incident where you've got Xbox One, Xbox S, you've got Xbox X, you've got PlayStation, you've got PlayStation Pro, there'll be a PlayStation, whatever it is next. It's kind of almost turning to mobile phones, but you've got this shorter turnaround of a lifespan where they're like, oh, you might want to upgrade your phone. It's like, you want to upgrade your console. I don't like the way that's going, so I think at some point they may make that decision to go down the subscription route, and and yeah, I'll I'll subscribe to whatever I'm interested in if the games are there. I still think the two big boys will still be around for a while, yet, And I don't think anyone new is going to come in, I think. I don't see any... Unless Netflix or Amazon start making games, but, yeah, I don't see that happening yet.
0: Your final milestone, your fuck, marry, kill question. (laughs) Your fuck, marry, kill question is based on your previous answers. Yep. And your fuck, marry, kill contestants are Final Fantasy VII, Battlefield, Bad Company 2, and Those Nights playing Destiny. Those knights playing Destiny Raids, specifically, with all the banter and stuff. Okay. Which one are you going to fuck first?
1: Final Fantasy 7.
0: Really? And why? Why would, why would you do that? <laughs> I haven't finished it
1: yet. It's like this thorn in my gaming guilt that I know that I still it still pops up in my head all the time that I need to finish that game. It's weird. It's just there. So, fuck that game. It's been following me for years.
0: It's like your ghost. Yeah. monkey on your back yes definitely okay that's a different definition of fuck than most people take but I know I'm, I'll allow it thank you <laughs> what about you Mary?
1: it's got to be by company
0: really okay even though like times have moved on and you know that's not really a thing anymore you'd still go for that
1: yeah because I want to see it come back I want to uh, continue my love for that game I want to see a revival I think DICE will come back round and do that again they'll find that passion
0: And, of course, that leaves your kill, which is Destiny Raids. Yeah, um... (laughs) Which is arguably the best part of the game. You're just fucking throwing it away.
1: Yeah, because it's hard, man. It's hard to get six people together in one night. It's hard for everyone to have the time to do it. It's hard to work out what you have to do in the raids, and then, for a short period of time, they're amazing. And then you get frustrated, and then you're done. So, yeah, it's a pretty easy one for me. Love it, but hate it. Kill it.
0: Kill it. It's done. That's it. Fucking frost, you'll be having a fucking seizure listening to this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that was episode four of 20 Questions, featuring Big Cop Man. I've been Simon.
1: I've been Andy, thank you very much.
0: We'll see you next time. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Just, yeah, just the story, the law. There's so much you could do there. Oops, that's why my dog's wagging his tail there at the
0: minute. I yeah yeah, it's all right. I'll put it. I'll give him a credit. <laughs> <laughs>